Last week, I released an episode that had no intro, no explanation, and it was really fucking deep. And this week, I actually want to go in and share the story behind how that recording became and just to share a little bit more about some of the things that I just couldn't get out in words because I was so emotional and processing in the moment. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I suggest you listen to that 10 minute recording before listening to this. If you have, then stay tuned. Welcome back to the Full Ass Human Podcast, your safe landing place to reestablish a relationship with your humanness. I'm your host, Melvie Oracle, intimate community builder, podcaster, writer, human, and forever devoted student of the human experience. For almost a decade, I've created a platform and community centering humanness and returning to the soul, richness, and fullness of the human experience. And so with this podcast, I bring all of my rich experience mixed with my personal stories, wisdoms, and insights to support you in returning to your natural state as a full-ass human. So let's get into the episode. Hello, welcome back, my loves. And for those of you who are new, welcome to the Full-Ass Human Podcast. First things first, this podcast episode is brought to you by my Spotify playlist, Pouring Water, a water and air vibe. I share this playlist this week because I've had it on repeat for the last few days. And this is a playlist that I created now probably last year sometime, but I've rediscovered it and it has been breaking my heart open and it's it's just been feeling really good to vibe too. So definitely tap into that at the link in down in the show notes. And this week is a follow-up to last week's episode. And I want to let y'all know I'm sitting here with the window open. So you may hear some background noise and I'm not going to edit it out because it's what's actually happening <laughs> right now. And... um This podcast is not heavily edited at all, uh, purposely and intentionally. So, but last week's episode, I dropped this real raw, deep as audio. I didn't have any intro, no outro, no (laughs) nothing. And I just let y'all sit with that. I just let y'all have that and chew on that. And I was very purposeful with doing that. But this week, I want to go, first of all, just tell the story behind that 10 minute audio and just share a little bit more about what I was feeling in that moment. And I'll tell you what, what I'm realizing is when I do certain things, so like that, what I probably should have done is record this follow up episode like the day after or maybe a couple of days after I dropped that or I recorded that audio because things are much more fresh and potent and raw and I've moved less through my mind space um, and I've done less processing, right? So recording this now, um, you know, it just may not be as potent as it would have been then. 
And I'm totally okay with that. But I think the important thing is really just to share the story behind that versus putting the importance on diving deeper into the points, right, that were made. Um, I think sometimes explanation destroys art. Explanation destroys poetry. Explanation sometimes destroys experience. And so I actually don't want to, you know, go too much deeper into anything. I'm realizing that. But we'll see. We'll see how my stream of consciousness goes because kind of going off the top with this episode. So (sighs) that audio that you all heard last week, there was no podcast equipment. There was no formal audio, no editing. That was a voice note that I recorded into my phone in a very vulnerable moment. And I just decided that I would upload it and share. So the story behind this in the moment, I was reading a a book by Alice Walker I was reading her book in search of our mother's gardens and I was finishing it up. I was on the last couple of chapters and I was reading the chapter from an interview. And if you don't know who Alice Walker is, you'll probably know her best from the book, the color purple, which turned into the movie, the color purple, but you should know she's also a phenomenal dynamic writer and poet outside of the color purple. And she also gave us the word womanist, which she described as a black feminist or a feminist of color. And this is a woman who loves other women sexually or non-sexually, appreciates and prefers women's culture and women's emotional flexibility and women's strength, sometimes loves individual men sexually or non-sexually committed to survival and wholeness of entire people, male and female, not a separatist except periodically for health, traditionally a universalist. So Alice Walker really, (laughs) she changed the trajectory of what feminism could be like for black women and women of color. And um, with that term and describing what that term means. But anyway, tap into Alice. Okay, so I was reading her book and the chapter from an interview was a very moving chapter for me as a whole. She started off the chapter sharing about her experience as a young child, having visions and imaginations and daydreams about suicide. And at the time, she really didn't have much of a word for it, right? It's not like she knew what suicidal ideation was. It was just an experience that she was having as a young child because of an accident that happened um, where she was actually blinded in one eye and it left her feeling very disfigured and ugly. And so she had a hard time coping with that. So she shared about that at the beginning of the chapter, which resonated with me so much because I mean it's kind of a parallel to my own experience as a young child so I was already moved okay 
I was already moved. And then later in the chapter, she started talking about um, black women as authors and artists and talked about how black male authors of the time and even historically often portray black women. And then she mentioned Gene Toomer. Gene Toomer is also an author. He authored the book Kane. So he's one of those prolific writers from the Harlem Renaissance time. But she made a comment about him and how he portrayed women in his books. And she said quite simply that Gene Toomer loves women. And for whatever reason, I had to stop. It, it, it clicked. It like hit something for me. Um, made something come alive in me. And from reading that line, I went back to these conversations that me and my brother Lyndon often have because we are going to be starting a podcast and we actually did an episode a couple of episodes back. So check that out if you haven't. But he will often send me videos um, of these, you know, red pill podcasters, um, one of them being fresh and fit, um, who have who's often referenced Andrew Tate, which is that's a whole nother <laughs> That's a whole nother thing. But and I I'm always so literally re-stimulated and triggered and deeply like bodily uncomfortable when I watch their videos because they often do not talk about women as if they're human beings. They literally talk about women as if they have absolutely no value and Like they're seen as um, just things to be here, to be of service to men. Um, Like literally not human beings. (laughs) And so for whatever reason, my mind was kind of going back to that and thinking about why I could never really fully, really articulate my, my full feelings about why they trigger me so much, but it was, it was because I really feel like they do not treat or talk about women as if they are human beings. And so in that moment, like my full thought clicked and I started to talk to myself out loud. Like sometimes I do, I have conversations with myself out loud all the time. And then something said, record this, record your voice saying this. And that was that 10 minute audio that you all got last week. Raw, real, vulnerable, literally a soliloquy because I had no intention of sharing that for anyone. It was just me getting off what I needed to in that moment for my soul to be cleansed as much as possible in that moment. And... So after I recorded that, I finished reading that chapter and I I sat a bit and I just was still in this emotional space and I sent a voice message to my brother, Lyndon, just telling him like, yo, I just recorded some shit that really helped me to get some clarity behind why I am so bothered and emotionally charged by these men, like these podcasters who are creating these platforms, telling young and old men how to deal 
with women, how to navigate women, but no, no, they're not coming from any space of love or any space of respect. It's fucking disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. And they have huge platforms, hundreds of thousands to millions of subscribers. People eating this shit up like it's truth, like it's the way, like it's going to help them become better partners and fathers. It's fucking trash. So when I recorded that, I was really coming from this emotionally charged place. And, you know, even when I was recording it, it just, it was coming out of me almost like it wasn't just me talking. There's a lineage of women in my blood, in my DNA, in my heart, in my womb, in my body that have come before me, that live in me. And I felt like I was talking from, through, for them as well. So the different tones that you heard in my voice were coming from that because it wasn't just me. You know, and talking to my brother, I told him like, yo, I just recorded some shit and this feels like it is really vulnerable and really deep. And I had a thought to share it with you, but I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. And I remember him responding back and saying like, look, if you feel comfortable, I would love to hear it. Like I would really love, love, love to hear it. So hours passed and I went back and listened to it again. And I just was like, wow, what is this? Like, where did this come from? Almost like if you're a writer, like a songwriter or, um, you know, you write rhymes or you write poems and sometimes you get into that, that zone, right? That pocket where you're writing or you're recording or whatever. And you go back and listen to it and you're like, wait, that was me. Like, I wrote that or I sang that or I whatever, like almost like you get the feeling like you blacked out while you were doing it, right? Like you were totally channeling something else and it wasn't you. That's how it felt when I went back to listen to it. And so I got the courage. I said, yeah, I'm going to share this with my twin. I'm going to share this with him because we've had conversations about this and I want him to really get the depths of where I'm coming from around this subject. And so I sent it to him and he responded. He called me and was like, yo, he had a very profound experience listening to it. And he shared the details of what he felt and heard when he listened. And it was deeply impactful for him. Like I was I was moved by his reflection, you know, about it. And so he was saying, so we're having this conversation and later in the conversation, he's like, look, I don't know how you feel about this, but I got to say it. And he was like, it may not be right now. Maybe it's later, but I think this is something you should share. Like people need to hear this. People need to feel uncomfortable with how you sound and what you're saying. People need to see and hear this part inside of you and they need to hear it on your podcast and I was like 
don't know about that. Like I hardly shared it with you. What What do you mean? <laughs> but he was like, look, you know, no pressure, but I really think this should be shared. Like more people need to hear this perspective and like hear the depths of where you're coming from. So we talked about it for a long time, y'all. And I finally decided like, okay, I think I am going to share it. And he was like, just share that shit. Don't give no intro, no explanation, nothing. Just put it out there and let people be uncomfortable. Let, let people sit with it and think whatever they will about it, you know? And so that is what happened. And that's how that became a podcast episode, that 10 minute audio recording. And, you know, again, I think the important part for this episode was to tell you all the story behind the audio was for you all to hear the raw and vulnerable place that it came from and my decision to share it with you because it is a reflection of one of the multi-dimensions of myself. And one of those multi-dimensions is me being a melanated, a black woman. It is me being melanated and black and it is me being a woman. Those are multiple layers of me that I experience and live in on a daily basis in my human experience. And you all needed to hear that in some of its rawest form. Because I also had a friend, Joy, and I'm actually, when you listen to the end of this episode, stick around for a minute more because she's actually going to be sharing a little bit about her podcast. So stay tuned to the end. But she responded with this lovely response saying that listening to it made her really uncomfortable because she had never heard some of those tones from me. She had never heard me spoke on this, speak on this subject. And she's so used to being soothed, right, by my voice, that hearing my voice in that way was jarring and awakened her in a different way. And she said, although I'm not used to it, I realize that you get to show up on your podcast in that raw, vulnerable way. Every episode doesn't have to be you soothing us. And you giving us, you know, some, some gem and, and loving, soothing, you know, voice, like you get to fucking be upset. You get to be raw and real. And not that I ever am on this podcast, but y'all get what I'm trying to say. I showed up completely different on that recording than I have on any other recording here. Right. Even the way that it was shared was different. It was a voice message from my phone. So that is also something to share here. And I'm glad that my my brother encouraged me to share. And I'm so glad to have gotten that feedback from Joy as well, because, yeah, reclaiming the multiple dimensions and layers of yourself as a human being means that everything that you identify as that you choose to identify as, that you choose to um, link and make a priority in your human experience is something that needs to be expressed. 
in some way, shape or form. And maybe it's not every day, but it needs an outlet. It needs to be shared with the world because it's a part of you as a human being. You feel me? Are you hearing me? Are you getting what I'm saying right now? And that episode was my way of modeling that for you. When I recorded it, that's not what I intended to do. But spirit spoke through my friend and my brother and said, this is your spiritual duty for the week. (laughs) For this moment, share this and let it be what it be. So... Yeah, that was the point of that. And I'm I'm sure that um, a lot of you were like, okay, is she going to go deeper into the points? And like I said, when I really, when I first decided that I was going to share the recording, that was actually going to be the point of this follow-up. But you know what? A week has passed and what I was talking about has kind of moved through my system. And it's where I'm at now is just not even... I'm not even there to like go deeper into anything. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, I think if you want to have a conversation with me, um, if you have questions about certain things that I said in that episode, then reach out to me. Okay. I have a link down in the show notes to send me a voice note. You have my email. You can join the inner circle community where I'm in there. Like you have access to me on a daily basis because I am a part of the community that me and everyone else in there is co-creating. Okay. You, so there are ways to get connected with me. And maybe if there's enough questions that come through, I'll come back on with an episode and really dive into each of those points um, or more of those points. Um, but you know, in this moment, sitting with it, it's, that's not the energy in this very moment. I think the energy in this very moment was just to give you a background of where I was coming from, what I was feeling, what I was in, in that moment that that recording was born, why I decided to, why I decided to share it with you and to remind you that I'm dead ass serious about allowing yourself to express, to find a home, to make a home, to embrace, to love on, to make an outlet for, a release for all the dimensions and layers of yourself as a human being. Don't let anyone tell you that you have to suppress any layer dimension of yourself where I find this happens most and I'm going to keep it a stack with you is a lot of white women in the spiritual space talking about um, unity consciousness and like one consciousness and I don't see color and if you're identifying with this um, what do we call it what do they call it uh Something about bypassing, um, you know, seeing yourself as black or white or, you know, 
Asian or Latina or seeing yourself as male or female. It's like you're stuck in the 3D, you know, see yourself beyond. We are all beyond. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but the fuck? Like I'm still here living this human experience and I'm not about to um, spiritual bypass it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I think I've, I've, I've really have had conversations and I have observed enough of these women like on Instagram and YouTube and these places like talking about this oneness consciousness, which I fuck with. Don't get me wrong. I fuck with that. And I understand exactly what they're saying, but it always feels like so I almost have to forget a part of what I experience daily, which is being a black woman to be able to um, understand that concept or embrace that or transcend into some shit. I'm not trying to transcend into anything. I'm here in this human experience for a reason and for a purpose. I'm not trying to transcend shit. Eminence, the here and now, the sensual, the blood, flesh, bone. I'm here experiencing it purposely. I'm not experiencing it to transcend it. That makes no fucking sense. <laughs> oh, I just went on a rant. So all I'm saying is that <laughs> you can be deeply spiritual, very much involved in your spiritual life and know that you don't have to spiritual bypass anything. You know, like you can, you, you are, we're very, this is earth school. This is human school. You're here for a reason and a purpose. And part of that is to, and this is from my personal, you know, opinion um, and experience is to embrace this experience, this human experience fully. Yes, I understand, understanding that we are all one and we're all together. Yep. Yep. And the reality is for me, I also am a black melanated woman and that deeply influences the experience that I have on this earth. So I do need to be able to um, feel into that, examine that and understand how that contributes to my growth as a soul period. So whatever the layer of dimension <laughs> of you that you feel like maybe you're leaving simmering uh, on the back burner or that you've completely shut off, I, I just hope that this episode inspires you to bring it forward, to turn on the fire, to feel it fully, to look at it, to face it and to share it if it feels good. And even if it doesn't feel good, you know, sometimes it that's also a lesson for you is to share, bring yourself forth into the world, even if it doesn't feel the best, because I wasn't sure about sharing that with y'all, but something more expansive than myself said yes. So I followed that, you know, so, huh. <sighs> Thank y'all for being here and rocking with me as I share the full spectrum of my humanness. And as I encourage you to do the same, I, uh, I love you.
And thanks for being a part of this journey with me on my podcast. Um, Also, remember that I I mentioned this before, but um, the inner circle community is a space where we we dive into topics like this. Not every single thing we talk about is deep and dark and in the depths, but a lot of it is because the community centers your humanness and the deep, dark depths is a part of you being human. Okay. So it's, it, it's a a mixture of going into the deep and dark and into joy and genuine expression and, um, you know, ease and pleasure and being able to share and talk about that in this space as well. So I strongly encourage you to tap into the inner circle. If it's something that feels good, you know, the link is down in the show notes and I'm going to close us up here. (sighs) One, I will say this, one of the things that I mentioned in that 10 minute recording, I am going to talk about in the next episode. Okay. It's going to be a part of the next episode. (laughs) And that's what I will say. But until the next time we speak, please take care of yourself. Drink your water. Rest. Get outside in nature. Put your bare feet on the ground. Water your plants. Change the soil of your plants. Daydream. Imagine. Have a belly laugh have an orgasm, experience intimacy with yourself and another, and take care of yourself. And we'll talk in the next episode. Hey, I know you're still processing another potent episode of the Full Ass Human podcast. But before you go, I want to invite you to come hang out with me on my show, Multi-Passionate Mastery. If you're someone who has a lot of talents and a lot of passions and you don't subscribe to the idea that you have to choose just one thing in order to be successful, then you're going to love the conversations that we're having over there. And I'm not inviting you to listen to my show just so I can pump you up with empowerment content. You're going to leave with tangible tips and holistic approaches to common problems that multi-passionists face like focus, prioritization, knowing how to choose what to start with first and that type of thing. If you're not sure if the podcast is for you, you can start with the episode titled, Are You a Multi-Passionate Creative? Here's five ways to tell. That's episode 38. So click the link down in the show notes or find Multi-Passionate Mastery anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hope to see you over there soon.